If we haven't met, or if you've, uh, this is your first time at a Sunday morning, uh, my name is Jonathan. I'm one of the pastors here, and uh, if, if we haven't met, I would love to meet you after service in the foyer or um, just kind of around on the patio. It, this has been so much fun. I, I love, uh, I've just had so much fun this morning. So thank you guys for joining with us in, um, in this time of celebration. Um, today, we are continuing our series called You Versus You, and this has been a series where we've been just talking about the habits that we form and the habits that form us. And so far, we've talked about how your future you will be more or less like the person that you want to be based on the, the types of habits that you start today. And then Pastor John brought, on some, brought up some big dominoes. I don't know if you guys remember that, where he just kept chucking the small one at the big one and it didn't move. Um, but we, we, we talked about kind of how those small seemingly insignificant decisions and habits that we start today, if we allow them to, to continue on a progression, to continue on a trajectory, those small habits, those small decisions can have a huge impact. And then last week, while I was at camp with our youth group, uh, you guys got to talk about identity and how God is, uh, uses who you are, where you're at, the gifts that he's given you to, uh, to make a, a difference and be a strategic, uh, a strategic presence in the world and in your community. So this week, we're talking about a specific habit. Uh, I, I want to I talk about a specific habit that we can build into the rhythm of our lives. And so my hope for the next 20 minutes or so is that we can have a conversation about some of the milestones that, uh, that we've built into our lives. Uh, some of the milestones that are in your faith journey. Um, and and I, to that end, I, I would like to invite all of us to just turn to a neighbor, find someone, and share about a significant event or a significant moment from this last year. Uh, it doesn't have to be huge. Doesn't, it, it can be big, small. It doesn't need to be explicitly about Jesus or about God. It can be, but it doesn't need to be. 
Um, if you don't feel comfortable doing this or sharing with someone next to you or this is your first time, no pressure. Um, I, I hope you, you'll come to find that this is a safe place for, uh, for, for you and that anything you share will be honored and respected by the person you're sharing with. But if you feel comfortable, please take a moment and just share something with, uh, with a neighbor uh, that seems significant for you in this last year. All right, maybe one more minute. Cool. Well, do I have any brave people that will share what you said? Don't, don't share what someone said to you. Share what you said. Uh, any, any brave people? You got married. That's huge. A granddaughter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You got baptized. <laughs> Great granddaughter. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. You look so young. <laughs> Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. That's this year, sir. Um, we don't count that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys are ridiculous. Well, <laughs> um, I, I know, I, I know, I knew you would hate this. You hate when other people are talking, so. <laughs> um, so most of these were, were significant for all of us, uh, or for whoever said it, in a very personal way. Um, I, I would guess that most of the things that you mentioned to someone next to you is something that had an impact on the rest of your day, or the rest of your week, or the rest of your month, or even maybe the rest of your year or life. I, I don't know. Um, I, I hope the baptism one was like the rest of your life. Um, but that, that's one of the ways I want us to define a milestone today. I, I'm going to give us two, way, or two parts of this definition, but the first one is it's significant. It, it's, it's a significant event in your life. It, it's something that happens or has an impact. See, we've been talking about these small habits that, uh, that form our daily lives, and we should spend the vast majority of our time talking about those because there are so many more of them than there are milestones. The average person takes 2,000 steps for every mile, and for every mile, you get one milestone. And so we should spend the vast majority of our time talking about the 2,000 steps. But 
when we get to these milestones, when we get to the sig- these things that feel significant, they feel significant. They are significant. And there's only one of them. So we, I, I wanted to spend some time today talking about the milestone. To that end, um, I, one more time uh, where I'm going to ask you guys a question and you get to respond. What's your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I knew someone was going to say Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving stinks. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing. I'm playing. Um, what what else? I'm, I'm just, I'm, Easter. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Mother's Day. Cho, what, what, were you, what did you have your hand up? Valentine's Day. Christmas. Yeah, there's some really great uh, holidays here. Um, so I married an amazing woman who is smart and funny and beautiful and so fun to be around. And can you guess what her favorite holiday is? Her birthday! <laughs> That's exactly correct. Her favorite holiday is her birthday. I think every time I've asked uh, or I've heard her ask, uh, get asked this question, her answer is always, it's her birthday, unless she's like, I need to be like a little extra, like not extra today. And so it's going to be Christmas. Um, but she loves her birthday. Um, if you don't know, this is my wife, Rihanna, right here. She's great. Um, and, and just to clarify, she, she loves her birthday, not because she's like egotistical or she loves the gifts, although I think she likes the gifts. Um, but if you know my wife, she is someone that loves to reflect. Um, She's secretly an introvert, and she loves to have an excuse to think about herself and to think and reflect her life for the past year. And and then after she does that, she starts projecting, what do I want to happen in this next year? What What do I want my life to look like? And so she uses this time to reflect. And, um, and to be real, she also is a really good dancer, and so she likes to dance at party. Um, so we go dancing, and it, it's a blast. But we, we celebrate and reflect on her birthday very intentionally. And that's the other part of a milestone. It's intentional. And so these are the two ways I want us to, de- to define a milestone today, at least milestones as they relate to our, our faith journey. Um, there, there's probably so many more ways that you could define this or... Uh, or Uh, make the, like, talk about this, but for us today, I want us to really talk about the significance and the the, um, intentionality of a milestone. See, in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 24 to 27, Paul says, uh, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things, They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. Pastor John talked about this a couple weeks ago, um, and and there's still just a little bit more I wanted to unpack here because uh, this race metaphor works so well for milestones because if you've ever been in a race that's not just on a track, um, you know that there's a milestone. If you've run a, a marathon or a half marathon or a 5K or you've done any kind of just, uh, just marathon race, you know that there's milestones. They, they tell you where, how far you've come. And so, what, but when I'm thinking about this imagery, I, I love what Paul has to say about this because I think that Paul was talking about a circular track at, like we have at the high school or at the college. Um, 
I want us to imagine that the faith journey is more, maybe more like a triathlon. Um, instead of just running on this circular track, maybe, maybe there's parts where you're running on a dirt or a concrete path, or uh, you're, you're riding a bike on the, on the asphalt road, or you're swimming in a vast body of water. And, and in, in these cases, the, the path to victory, the path that, that leads to the prize, might include obstacles or barriers, hurdles that you have to, uh, you can't, you maybe just can't j jump over or power through, but you have to find another way around or over or under or, or just a different way of doing things. You have to find a different route. And so if this is the type of race we're running, I think we need to start paying attention to the milestones. I think we need to start paying attention to the path that's been laid before us. We have to start paying attention to those significant and intentional moments that help mark the path. Because I, I think the scary truth about it is, if we stop paying attention to these milestones, if we stop paying attention to the path, then there's a very good chance that we might be running or biking or swimming aimlessly. And if, if that's the case, then we've already lost the race. So today, we had the opportunity to witness six people in our community uh, participate in the sacrament of baptism. And if, you, if you've never heard the term sacrament before, um, I, I think we can start uh, thinking about it as a milestone. It, it's, it's really, uh, a sacrament is, uh, is a ritual or a ceremony or an event that when we, you participate in it, you experience God's special blessing um, and presence. And so in the Protestant church, we have two sacraments. In the Free Methodist Church, Living Spring, we're Protestant. We have two sacraments that we observe. We observe baptism and communion. And they're two very different types of sacraments. Turn off your phones. Um. <laughs> so we have two types of sacraments, baptism and communion, and they are very different from one another. Uh, while you've likely had, and, and while you've had multiple encounters with God throughout your life, with Jesus, your faith journey, even before you become a Christian, before you even join a church, before you maybe even know anything about this God, you've, you've probably had some highs and lows in your, in your faith journey. And, and I'm using that phrase because journey is like we're, we're all kind of trying to figure out our, our way through life, and we encounter God in different parts of our life. And so I'm just going to refer to it as a journey. But it You've probably had different experiences all throughout that, but the special thing about baptism is it happens once. You, you get baptized once. And you do that because for us, baptism is really the start of the race. Maybe you gave your life to Jesus before, and you probably did give your life to Jesus before. You, chose, you made a decision to follow God, follow Jesus for the rest of your life before you got baptized. Maybe that's the start of the race, and baptism is the first milestone. It's your entryway into the church. It's your entryway into the, the life of faith. This, this amazing part of baptism is that it is this moment where Jesus is inviting you into the fullness and the abundance of life that he offers. And so when you said yes to God, you made that decision to follow Jesus. 
for the rest of your life. And that, that, that was the start of your race. This is the first milestone. But I think so much of the time when, when we, we've lived uh, in, in a culture that says, make the decision and you finish the race. You're good. You're done. That's not the case. You're starting the race. You're joining others now. And so for those of you that did, uh, that got baptized today, I just want to say congratulations. I am so incredibly proud of you. you yeah, we can, we can. Welcome to, the, welcome to the family. Like, welcome to the community, to the church. Um, but I, I want to reiterate something that Pastor John uh, has told all, everyone that's been baptized here, is that nothing magic happened today. Something significant and something important happened. But nothing magic happened. God already forgave you. Jesus already loved you. The Holy Spirit already dwelled within you. And today you stepped into the life of the church. You stepped into the life of a community. And so something important, something significant and intentional happened today. You're passing your first milestone. Um, next week we're going to share... In the sacrament of communion. And communion is, uh, is this, this uh, probably the most common milestone. So baptism happens once. Communion happens for living spring every month. And I, I think that that's really cool because this is, it's, this, it's this experience every month where Jesus invites you to experience and encounter him through some bread and some juice. It's in communion that Jesus invites us to remember him and remember the ways that he's changed your life. It's this moment where Jesus wants to, uh, to remind you and invite you to, to reflect and ask, is my trajectory, am I still journeying towards Jesus? Or do I need to maybe refocus? Do I need to reroute? My, my encouragement to you is to engage with these milestones, to allow God to work in and through you during these significant events. And, and if you, maybe you have some significant events that aren't all that intentional right now. That you, they just happen to you and you don't reflect. You don't ask yourself questions. I'd encourage you, start asking, start reflecting, start, and, and I'll give you some questions that maybe you want to start asking. But maybe you have some intentional moments like communion that, you're not allowing God to do any work. You're not allowing uh, them to be significant. And so my, my encouragement to you is allow those to become milestones in their fullest sense. Allow them to be significant and intentional. In Genesis 16, um, we're told about a slave woman named Hagar who was raped and mistreated by her master and mistress. And she ran away, as I think most of us would, and she, she's running through the desert and is close to death when she comes upon a spring where an angel appears to her. And Pastor John loves to talk about angel school where the angel, uh, in one, Angel 101, you hear, uh, you, you learn, like, tell the humans, do not be afraid. This angel completely forgot that. Um, he flunked. Uh, he, the first thing he says to, to this woman, Hagar, is Hagar. Where have you come from, and where are you going? Don't run aimlessly. Run as if to receive the prize. 
And if you don't have any, many milestones that you can think of, again, we, we have communion here every month. And there's times that, that I think God is, wants you to, to create new milestones. You, you don't create new sacraments. The sacraments are, are things that we do together, that all Christians have in common. But you can create new milestones that you use to, uh, to set apart as holy, as moments where you reflect that are significant in life, that are intentional in your life. So maybe when, um, when we experience baptism here as a church, and you're not the one getting baptized because you've already been baptized, you've already started the race, but maybe that becomes a moment where you reflect on the, the moment that you were baptized. Maybe that's a moment where you reflect on the reason that you started the race. That you remember the time when you started the race and it seems so new and so fresh and you were so excited, but now maybe it's hard and uh, you're, you're striving to, to hear God in your life, but you don't, and you, you experience baptism or the baptism of your, your friends and your family members and you remember why you started the race in the first place. You can also create more uh, milestones, opportunities that are significant and intentional. The last thing I want to leave you with is this observation. Um, when I was running a, uh, a half marathon a couple years ago, uh, I, didn't, I couldn't do a full marathon because, um, but, <laughs> but I was running this half marathon and I, I began reflecting on the fact that all the milestones, they never told me how much further I had to go. They only told me how far I've come. I, I, I don't think that we will arrive at the finish line on this side of heaven. I don't think that we, we know exactly how much longer, how much further we have to go. But these milestones serve as an opportunity for us to see where we've come from, how far we've already gone, the work that we've done, the work that God's already done in us. And, and what's cool is I think that the one who lays the foundations, lays out the path, the route for us to run, I, I, think, I think God trusts that you can see where the path is taking you. And, and then I think God also trusts that you're going to keep taking that next step. Again, uh, in Hebrews 12, uh, the Apostle Paul is writing, and he says, Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses— let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the, of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. As the worship team comes back up, um, I want to encourage you to begin identifying more milestones in your life. Identify the significant and the, the intentional mo events and moments that as you experience them, you begin to ask, am I on the right path? Is this even the right race? Like, did I intersect with something, that, something else that's going on? Am I running in circles or am I still moving towards something? And is that something that I'm moving towards? Is that, is that Jesus? Or do I need a little course correction right now? Am I getting tired and weary from running alone? Do I need help? There's so many questions that you could ask that you could use as an opportunity to reflect on.
I, again, I, I, I think these milestones are going to be an opportunity for us to, to see where is the path going. If you do need help, um, please come talk to Pastor John, Pastor Michelle, myself. Um, we'd love to pray with and for you. We have answers. We have some answers, but our, our goal, what we love to do, why, why we're called to this type of ministry is we want to help you process through the, the race that you're running, through where you're, where you're at, what obstacles you've encountered, and help you maybe find a, a different way around them than what we, we encountered. I think that's why we get baptized into the church. We're not meant to run this race alone. And if you haven't been baptized, uh, this message is also for you. <laughs> we, we are here for you too. We're, we're not here just for the community that's been baptized. We're not just here for ourselves. We are here for, to help everyone process. And if, um, I, I, I want to make sure that that's clear. We, we don't have all the answers. We can't give you all the answers. Um, but we, we would love to help you process through some of those questions. Um, and and what, what's really cool is, I think in this race analogy, this is where I think the, the analogy almost breaks down a little bit. Because there's not only one prize. Uh, we, are, we are to run as if to receive the prize, but in this race, we are running all together, and there's a, there's, there are enough prizes for all of us, for anyone and everyone to, to receive. So as we sing this last song, um, it, it's called This I Believe, and I asked the worship team to play it because um, they're amazing and they can play anything, uh, but also because this is a really good song for us to, um, to just use in our, in our moments of reflection, to check if we're on the right track still. If you can sing this song, if, if, you, if you can agree, agree or affirm all, of the, all, the, all that's said in this, it's a really good chance that you're a Christian. And if you can't, that's okay. You, you're still welcome here. You still belong. We still love you, and we would love to talk with you through this. Again, we don't have the answers for everything. We would love to process through some of your questions and some of, your, um, some of the hesitancies that you might still have. Um, I, I, would, uh, I also want to say during this time, if, uh, if, if you want to just receive prayer, you can come talk to Pastor John, myself. Um, we'd love to pray with you. Some people use this time as, uh, as an opportunity to prepare their, their offerings if you give through, uh, if you worship through giving. Um, but I just encourage you, at the same time as, as you're worshiping, listen to the words. Listen to what's said. This is really, really important stuff. This is, this is the foundation of what we believe. This is who we are. We're laying it all out for you. This is the path. So, I promise we're not going to try and, com com uh, well, we might try to convert you, but we're not going to try and, and force you to believe what we believe. We want to help you process through your questions and find, find the path that God is leading you.